Oh, gang, I'm so fired up for you to hear this interview. I seriously cannot even wait. There is so much fire in here, but I, I really don't want to spoil too much. And then, you know, what's crazy is when I stopped the recording, I actually talked to Sally and I found out even more. Uh, this interview is with Sally. Uh, she and her husband moved from Puerto Rico in Chicago in 2018. That's the part that I didn't do in the interview we talked about afterwards. So they've just been here since 2018. They moved uh, uh, to Chicago and found out it was freezing and their Puerto Rican blood uh, needed to get to Florida. So they were looking to buy a house in Florida. You got to hear this. I mean, you want to talk about the American dream. I'm going to give you one little spoiler. In April 2022, they had $5,000 saved and they wanted to buy a house. By October, they were under contract for a $348,000 home with only 5% down and $23,000 all in. This interview is the embodiment of You Can Do This. All right, everybody, you know, I get super stoked, stoked, stoked. I was trying to say psyched and stoked at the same time, but I am. This is my gal, Sally. Um, she's coming to us from, is it Southern Florida, Sally? Uh, Central North. Central uh, North. Yeah. I wasn't even <laughs> close. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I was actually on a big fat unicorn hunt. <laughs> to find you somebody there because you found me the best. I know we'll get into that, but you found me the best unicorn there is. So, oh my god, yes. So this was a big deal. It took a long time for us. I actually fired a bunch of people in Central Florida, which is really weird. Um, yeah, and then I just you know talked to the right people. So you, what was awesome about it for you for the experience? I think um, it's just the fact that I connected with you first. And I remember that first email I sent you. It was on a Saturday. And honestly, I sent it because I listened to your podcast. And I was like, okay, let me send this guy an email and see what he's all about. And you responded immediately, by the way. I was expecting you to respond like on a Monday or something. But you responded within the hour. And I think a couple of emails later, you connected me with, with Tara, my unicorn. I think the, yeah, it's just the... You know, that continuation between the relationship that I established with you and the responsiveness, it was the same with her. It was the same work ethic, if you will. It was the same responsiveness. It was the same vibe. So I, I think that's what I loved the most about it because I felt that I was working directly with you through her, pretty much. You know, I it, it's so great because there I did the math just recently. Um, yeah. And it's like... 0.2% or something or 0.1% even uh, because yeah. I, I had 350. I fired a bunch of them because they weren't being true unicorns like Tara. And yeah. I it's, you know, there's 3 million people out there and finding that connection is so important. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I pay attention to every detail and absolutely everything, like how long a person takes to respond to me and all of that. She was amazing. Like she, I would text her at night and she would respond immediately. Like 
She answered all of my questions. It, it was just an amazing experience, honestly. I'm already like referring to referring her to friends and clients already because I think she's amazing. Oh, as well as your podcast, obviously. No, no, th- that's the best. <laughs> I tell people all the time, this, is, this has been such a passion project for me. And I'm starting to hear now as we're growing that these unicorns are having just success because their clients are satisfied and they refer them to other people. And that's the goal for me, you know, yeah, uh, it's, it's building that revolution. So, okay, let's dig into it because I know people want to know about this. So yeah. we talked in, I just looked it up. I went back and looked at all our, all it was our April, April 2022. Yeah. April 2022. And you closed <laughs> on, was it December 10th? December 15th. 15th. Yeah. So April to December. Now, mm-hmm. f- so that's two things for our listeners. Number one, yeah, you can reach out and it takes some time. But number two, you went through some crazy times. Interest rates yes. went nuts. How did you handle that? Yeah. So I think I would have closed sooner, actually. I, I was going to make a comment on that. Sure. I went out to you in April. We connected. I connected with Tara. She connected me with her lender, Ashley, who's also amazing. And we ran some numbers, we ran some scenarios, but I was still kind of afraid. I think fear was my biggest um, hurdle to overcome. So I was still a little bit skeptical. I was still telling my husband, I don't think this is possible. I'm not sure. It might happen 2024, 2025, who knows, not even 2023. So I, I took a break and I and I told them, I, I reached out and I told them, thank you so much for your time, for running the scenarios and everything and answering my questions. I'm going to reach back to you whenever we feel ready. That was That was pretty much my message to them. And that was during the summer. So I think that was like May or June. And that correspond- um, that corresponded with your lease coming yes. up again, didn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I renewed my lease because uh, I wasn't sure we were going to be able to make to you know to take this step and all of that. Because, like I said, I was still fearful. Um, so I took that break. I feel that if I didn't, if I hadn't done that, I would have closed like probably during the summer because <laughs> it was immediately um, right after I reached out again. So I remember that I. I received a follow-up email from you on where were where are you in the in the process? And I was like, I don't know what to tell him. Like, I don't know. So that's when I decided to reach out again to Tara. And I was like, hey Tara, can we get together? And like, I don't know, I just need to meet with you. And I, I have a bunch of questions and I know I'm probably wrong about most of them. So I reached out to her. We scheduled a Zoom call. That was August, I believe. And she answered all of my questions. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready. Let's go for it. So August, I think end of August is when we started like the house hunt. And she like was sending me listings and stuff. And then I honestly didn't take long to find our house. And and then we closed like two months later. So yeah, I, I took that little break because of the fear that, that I was still feeling. But um, if it wasn't for that, I feel like I would have closed during the summer. And honestly, I wouldn't have to go through all the trouble with renewing my lease and all of that. But yeah, it was it was kind of crazy, the interest rates and all of that. I think that was one of the, the things that was also kind of like holding me back. But like I said, we reached out to Tara. She answered all the questions. I connected with Ashley again. She was like, you can do this. Like, here's the scenarios. This is what you need to do. And I was like, OK, let's do wait, it. Wait, Ashley was saying you can do this? 
Does she yeah, listen? pretty much everybody. Do they listen you, to the podcast? Sarah, actually, I was I was the only one who was thinking like, I don't know, I don't think this is possible because you still have that little voice in, in your head because you're there's so much miseducation and miscommunication out there. You know, I, I grew up thinking like buying a house is just for like the rich people. You know, it's not yep. something that everybody can do. And boy, I was so wrong. Wow. Okay. Hang on a second. I need to talk to all my video editors and anybody else. Save that last 20 seconds. That was it. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So everybody wants to know yeah. what, what got you over the fears? I think, like I said, um, that reassuring and that support from everybody. You with the email follow-ups and text messages, Tara answering all of my questions, Ashley running like a thousand scenarios that I was asking her for. It was just that reassurance reassurance from everybody and just not allowing that little voice that I was talking about earlier just, you know, take over. Um, that was pretty much what got me through it. That's incredible. And what's so neat to hear about all of that is that... It sounds like you were presented options that you didn't know about because everything out there is so confusing. But when you had a team of people answering your specific questions and that like that was cool. You said Ashley ran. Ashley was the the lender unicorn yeah. through mm -hmm. Tara and you had that full support team. But she was running different scenarios with you because as the market changed, I'm assuming pricing and everything changed. That's cool. Yeah, and it was pretty much um, my husband and I, because we, we bought together, he is a self-employed person. So I was worried about his situation because we had moved to Florida from Chicago. So we were, he was kind of like starting from scratch, building his clientele here. So it's like, well, he's not making enough money. I do make good money, but, you know, it's only me. Maybe that is not going to be enough. We have great credit scores. Uh, we're good savers, but I do have student loan debt, which is small, actually. It's not that big of, you know, it's like, well, 30, um, 30K. But I was worried about it. I was like, okay, how does my student loans impact my um, approval odds and everything? Like, how much money do we need to save? Because you have this whole, like, 20% down that you keep hearing about. So I was like, well, by the time we save that 20%, for the house price that we're looking at right now, we're not going to be able to afford it still because, you know, prices keep just going up. So it was like all of that misinformation that I had. I, I didn't know much about the PMI and all of that. So that's why I was thinking, like, this is not possible. And Ashley was excellent in running everything and telling me, like, well, if you use your 401k savings, if you take a loan, this is how much you need to for the down payment. Um, if you buy a house for this price or this price or this price. And she, well, she was the one telling me like, you can afford this price. And I was like, whoa, really? Like, I, I have no idea. So yeah, it, all of that, that whole process was so, I don't know. I, I can't even describe it. It was so amazing, you know, to have that reassurance that yes, you can do this. And you're completely wrong about thinking that you're, you can't afford it. You know, you're not wrong. You just didn't know. And, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know it, it's like, I don't know how to fix a carburetor, but if you show me, maybe I can, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, I, I was just cracking up that you're like five podcast topics. I'm like, oh my gosh, don't need 20% down, renewing your lease, student loans. Uh, yeah, those I, are pretty much 
all of the podcast episodes that I really listened to. Because I yeah. gotta be honest, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I because I feel that you just listen to a few episodes and you have all the information that you need. I obviously recommend everybody to continue to listen to everything, but I like I went immediately to the episodes that I wanted to know the most about, which was like you know, debt and the down payment and PMI and renting versus buying. Cause I was crazy thinking that renting was better than owning. I was one of those people. Um, so I listened to those specific episodes and, and it was so helpful. No, that's, it, it's fantastic. I mean, especially now, you know, we're, we're changing things for 2023 because I'm like, I'm like, geez, I'm at 160 episodes or something right now. And it's like, that's why I went back and redid one of the early ones. And I said, pick the ones that matter to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I remember listening to that and I was like, okay, I don't need to listen to this from episode one. Let me just go into the descriptions. And yep. I listened to the ones that I really needed or felt that I needed to listen to it. It was super helpful. Well, as you know, I appreciate everybody being on board and listening. And, and at some point, if you trust me, then I just need to say to everybody, okay, the podcast shouldn't be called How to Buy a Home. It's How to Plan to Buy a Home. And you know who that, <laughs> yeah, how you do that? Get a unicorn, do that right now. Now, they're going to tell you yeah. all the stuff I just told you. But sometimes people like to feel it and know what all like the student loans. It's funny. You said, you know, your student loan was small. To me, 30K with my friends and my clients, yeah. that is small. But that's the thing. That's the thing, David, that I think to your point just now, listening to the podcast and like Googling something, you think, oh, this is so general. Like it applies to everybody. It's like a one size fits all. And it really isn't. So I think that's that's key to it, that you connect with that unicorn and you like determine where you're at, where you're going, what's your actual situation. And that way you can like really make this happen. I, I think that was one of my challenges as well that I was listening to the podcast or like reading stuff online before the podcast where I was like, well, this really doesn't apply to me. Like I need somebody to really talk to me and tell me like, okay, this is you. This is how you are going to do it. And what's interesting with that is you come to them and say, okay, I have these student loans in 20%. And then the team says, okay, let's talk about 20%. That doesn't need to happen. Let's talk about the student loan your monthly payment is is going to is like less than what a car payment would be so you're fine that's not but then they also bring in other things that maybe you didn't think about like hey what about the 401k what about this and okay exactly. I, your april numbers were insane you came to me in april do you remember how much you said you had in savings in april i do not $5000 okay <laughs> so in april you had $5000 and you bought Am I, is this right? A three hundred ninety-eight thousand dollar home? Uh no, it was three forty-eight. Three forty-eight. Oh, I can't read yeah. my own writing. <laughs> okay, but anyway, in April you had five thousand dollars, and you thought mm-hmm. you needed twenty percent down. And yeah. in April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, eight months later, you had a three hundred forty-eight thousand dollar house, and you're cool with the mortgage payment. Is that correct? Exactly. Wow. That's amazing. I know. I just, I mean, I can't even tell you the exact final figures. Like I just needed $23,000 to make it all happen. Down Down payment and closing costs. Everything. Yes. Wow. Did you, do you remember, did you use a three and a half percent FHA loan? Um, I have, I think I have the regular loan though, but it was 3% down 
Um, it I was straight my, three. That's a, that was a three percent. Yes. What we call conventional. That's yes, awesome. Exactly. Oh, that's right because you have phenomenal credit. Yes, I remember. Even back in April, you were at a seven seventy something. Yeah, yeah. So, but okay. So you, but that's amazing. See, people don't like you know twenty percent, twenty percent. You got a three percent conventional loan without the extra payments you have to do for an FHA. Um, the only extra thing you had to do was have the PMI and the math still yep. worked out for you, right? Yes. So I was really scared when I saw those numbers. I got to be honest, because obviously one of the misconceptions about renting versus owning is that it's cheaper. Yep. But then if you think about it, like you always say during your podcast, like, do you really want to pay somebody else's mortgage, right? Like, yes, it's cheaper, but it's not yours, right? And I think one of the reasons that we really decided to buy was not even about you know, the financial situation or just paying somebody else. It was more about having peace of mind and having freedom to really do whatever we wanted to do in our space. We were living in a really nice apartment, but, you know, our landlord, she was, she's great. She was fantastic. But, you know, restrictions, rules, you can't have pets, you can't do this and that. And I, I was like, I was telling my husband, I need freedom and peace of mind. I, if I want to paint a wall red, I want to paint it red. I don't want to ask permission from anybody. So that was pretty much the biggest reason why we decided to buy. Um, and yeah, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what we were talking about. No, that's a great train of thought. It actually, it, it, it was, I think I said it in one of the earlier podcasts that that ended up being, you know, I spent 13, 14, 15 years working with other people and then the podcast started and I was shocked at how many I was I thought for sure it was going to be once I got past the prices, there were going to be all these other reasons why people wanted to buy the, the yeah. number two thing after money is I want to do my own stuff. Yeah, that was my number one for sure. Oh, yeah, I know what I was talking about. Um, so, yeah, when I saw the, the figures, when Ashley sent them to me and I saw like, oh, my God, so this is going to be my mortgage payment. It's way higher than what I pay for rent. Yep. But, you know, it, it's kind of scary at first, but having her support and, and having her tell me like, well, you know, this is your income. This is what you're doing right now. You can definitely afford this. That That's pretty much that reassurance that I really needed. Um, it, it was super helpful. And, and that's when we were like, let's just go for it. It doesn't matter that it's going to be a little bit higher. It's our house. We can do whatever. And, and we're so happy here. Like it's been a month, I think now. Yeah. A yeah. Month. And I've been out two weeks out of that month because I was traveling. So my husband stayed, but he was texting me. He's like, I'm so happy in this house. Yes. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. The feeling is you just don't get over it. Oh my gosh. I've, I've so many things. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So, so did you use him on the, on the application? I did. Yeah. Even though he's self-employed, that's very important yes. for everyone to hear. Yes. Self-employed, new town, but there was enough income on there from tax returns, yeah. so I'm What's really interesting about the process is that we decided to apply together because I was like, well, two incomes, regardless of his income being like super low, um, but it's two credit scores. You know, it's two people. The odds are going to be better. So that that's pretty much the reason why we decided to. But essentially, although he's on paper and he's co-owning and it was essentially all me to be yeah. honest. Yeah. It was essentially all me. Like they really didn't ask for anything from him, which I was surprised about. So that even that there tells you, you know, I could have done this by myself as well, which is amazing. 
Well, it, it's the fastest growing sector of home buying. It, 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 when I started, it was like 12% single females. And now it's moved up to, you know, almost 20%. That's and, amazing. you know, and, and all those great things you're talking about, like the mortgage is high. I mean, I just did the 2023 forecasts and there's a lot of indicators that last year was the highest mortgage rates are going to be for a long time which means yeah. you're probably going to have a chance to refinance and have an even cheaper oh, payment. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, we got a pretty high interest rate because of the you know market situation. But that's another thing Ashley reassured me about. We went through like the whole refinancing process. And, you know, this is something that you pretty much have a little bit of control of because um, we found the perfect house in the neighborhood that we wanted, the price that we wanted. We actually negotiated the price and, and got like, I think 5K, we shaved 5K out of the uh, listing price. Um, but yeah, I was worried about the rates. A lot of people around me were telling me like, are you crazy buying right now? You should wait, like just wait some a few years. It's going to come down. The market's going to crash. I'm like, no, you, you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, we did get, we did um, get a pretty... I think it's like 7% high interest rate, but it's like, it's all right. I can afford it. We're fine. And we'll refinance if we have to. And you're absolutely, I mean, I could get into the minutiae of this for hours, but the fact that you got 5k off in 2022, that's insane. When everybody yeah. was paying over, over, over because you closed in December, the end of the year there, I just read four articles today about how the housing slump is stopped. And yeah. your little 348 place is going to get close to 400 by the end of this mm -hmm. year because you bought it then. And, yeah. ah, that's unbelievable. So using your credit, mm -hmm. you were you were rewarded with good credit by being able to use a low down payment. Mm -hmm. You uh, Did you do anything? Did you practice for the new payment or did you just like save as much as you could so you were going to be okay? Or have you always been a saver? So the difference between the lower rent and the higher mortgage, you were just ready for it. Yeah. So the latter, I've always okay. been a good saver. Um, although I know when I reach out to you, I only have 5k on my account, but that's, you know, we've been through a lot of things in the last five years. So that's the reason why. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Ever since I started the process, I went into super savings mode. Actually, like I didn't want to spend a penny. <laughs> like, no, we're not traveling. No, we're not doing this because we're buying a house. After we buy a house, we can do whatever. And that's essentially what we did pretty much. So I, I did save a lot. Um, I was preparing myself for the mortgage payment. Um, I, I really didn't need to save that much because, like I said, Ashley helped me a lot with the numbers, and and I knew right there and then that it would be fine. Like you know, going into it, the transition wouldn't be like too difficult or anything. But I did went into super savings mode because I just wanted to be safe. I'm like, I I really want this to happen. I don't want anything to mess it up. So, yeah, I just I saved a lot and. Pretty much the day we closed, we went on a shopping spree for the house. Pretty much yes. like buy a bunch of things for the house. Um, I, I traveled to Spain in the last two weeks. So it's like we have our house now. We have a bunch of house projects that we want to do, which is going to be super fun. But we're in that place where we know what our, our expenses are and we can now you know travel and do more fun stuff. 
Yes. Okay, quick little public service announcement, everybody. Did everyone hear when she said she went shopping for all the home stuff? <laughs> not a, not imagine. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> they will check your loan stuff 24 hours before they give you the keys. And if you bought a yeah. washer and dryer, it can mess you up. So, yes. you know, that's a really cool story. You, you you mentioned that you had gone through a lot for the five years up to that. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, one of the reasons that you only had 5K when you reached out to me in April. But whatever that was that happened to you in your past, and it sounds like you had a chunk of money there that because you were always a saver, that you were able to handle that life crisis. And now, or whatever that spending was, and mm -hmm. now you knew what you could do. It's so funny because people will come to me and like, well, I was really conservative. I saved all this money and then I lost it in the stock market or I had to, you know, do something for my sister. And I just want to say to them, cool, come to me when you have $3,000, $4,000, right. $5,000, because you already know how to do this. Yes. You know? And now how fun was it for you to go away on a trip that you knew financially you could handle. And then how fun was it when you got dropped off by the Uber or your husband or whoever picked you up and you got to go back to your home after your trip? Yeah, I got to tell you a funny story. So my house, we bought a townhouse. It's a two-story townhouse. Yep. Um, I was telling that to my husband because he was working. He works on Saturdays. I don't. And I was downstairs one Saturday and I just... I ran upstairs. I don't know. I was going to pick up something. And while I was running upstairs, I told myself out loud, oh, my God, I own a house. And I just <laughs> kept running. It was like out of the blue. It was that awesome feeling that, you know, you just like really realize that, oh, shit, like this is mine. <laughs> like, And I said it out loud. And he came home that day. And I'm like, I got to tell you a funny story. And I told him that. And he's like, well, I've said that so many times. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, we're definitely, this was the right call for sure. I, I have had many, many clients uh, at the final walkthrough when I give them the keys, they go inside and especially if they really like the flooring and the house is empty, they'll lay on the floor and like do snow angels in nothing. Just like, <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. Yeah. <laughs> and now, I got to tell you also, um, one of the things that I, I think that was like one of the biggest challenges for me as well. I was trying to find the my dream house or like the perfect house in my mind. Um, I had this idea of what the perfect house was. Mm -hmm. And I think I was just looking for something that I wanted and not something that I needed. So it's funny because Tara sent me this listing and I was like, ah, that's not for me. I don't really like that place. And I completely ignored it because I thought that's not what I want. But then I came back to it a few days later and I showed it to my husband. I'm like, well, you know, it has carpet floors, not what we're looking for. Um, it is in the neighborhood that we really want and the price is perfect, but that carpet floor, it's not, it's not what I want, which is ridiculous. Cause I know it's something that you can change so easily, but I, I just wanted to share that because I have this one friend who bought a house two years ago and that was one of the first things she told me. She's like, you got to get rid of those like wants that you have and just make sure that, you know, those are things that you can actually do yourself or change and they don't come in the way of like buying the house that you need. I, and it's it's funny because, yeah, I completely ignore the house. I was like, it's carpet floors um, <laughs> all through the, you know, every area is carpet. And I hate that. Like, 
I don't want it. And I completely ignored it. But then I, I came back to it and I, I, I told Tara, I texted her like 9.30 in the, I, I, it was a Friday night. It was like 9.30. I'm like, Tara, can I see this house? And my husband was traveling. I was going to travel during that weekend. And she was like, immediately, like five minutes later, she's like, I can show it to you tomorrow at two. Can you do it? I'm like, okay, let's go for it. And I told my husband, I'm going to go see it. I'll let you know what I think. And I came in and it's just, it's a gated community. So it's so funny how it happened. Not funny. It's so, it's amazing how it happened. <laughs> I came in through the gate in my car and I felt this immediate sense of peace and like freedom. It, it was like such a weird feeling, but I was like, what is this feeling that I'm having? Cause it was the second house that we were seeing actually, we just saw two houses by the way, in the whole process. So the second one Whoa. is the one that we purchased. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I felt I had that feeling. And then when I came in through the front door, I told Tara, this is it. I don't even need to see it because I felt that sense of peace and freedom that I was looking for. And although I hate the carpet and I want to redo the kitchen, <laughs> I was like, this is it. And I told my husband, we're buying this house. I know you're away, but this is what we're going to do. And he saw the house, I think, when we did the walkthrough for the inspection, actually. So that was the first wow. time he saw it. Yeah. So I'm like, you got to trust me here. This is it. And he had the same feeling. So he's like, yeah, this is it. I feel the same thing you're feeling. You know, you you bring up a, a point that I talk with my, my buyers about, especially when it's taken a little bit more time. But, you know, I think... You took a lot of steps on your own in your head ahead of time, you know, mm -hmm. financially, you know, where you were. I mean, imagine where you were a year ago today, you know, know. Where, where your brain was with all of this. And then through your work and your diligence, because I didn't call you and say, listen to my podcast. You found yeah. me. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you kept listening and you kept picking and choosing. But then I have talked to so many people about that threshold feeling. You know, I'll, I'll say, look, I'm not going to let you buy emotionally. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm also not going to let you say no to a house because of the carpet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I do want you to tell me if you get that, that feeling when you walk through the threshold. You know, sometimes I'll have people squint. If I know the carpet sucks or the, like the, it has ugly wallpaper, I just yeah. tell them, squint when you go in. And then open your eyes. <laughs> and then because you can replace that carpet, you know, what you can never have that that location, that neighborhood exactly. that means so much to you guys, you know? Yes. And you got it in a discount time, December 2022. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I know. It's amazing because I thought this is going to happen because when I was sure that it was going to happen, when I had like that reassurance and I told myself, yes, you can do this. I still thought this is going to be likely 2023 or 2024. Yep. And the fact that we closed before year end, it was the best Christmas present, the best New Year's Eve present, like everything. My birthday, my husband's birthday, because I my birthday is in November and his is December. It was like, this is the best gift ever. And you got in, it, it was a longer uh, contract period, but you got in in time to be there for Christmas? Yes, we did. We spent Christmas with, I actually have a photo. This is like our first Christmas year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With our, we have two ferrets and he oh was like, we need to take a photo on Christmas. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Christmas in our house. My parents have one of those. 
Uh, yeah. But it was so long ago that um, <laughs> they took two pictures. So it, it, they put it up every year. And one, like, they cut out my dad from the second yeah. and pasted him on <laughs> so that they look like you guys because they didn't oh, have a Oh, this was the first try. I was on my, yeah, because it's a Polaroid ca uh, camera that I, I gifted him for his birthday. So he was like, okay, let's try this. We And it was first try. Um, and I'm like, it, it was meant to be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so incredible. And now, <laughs> and it, it just, the, the speed at which you went with, you know, the, the funds that you had, it's just, it's, it's the story I want to just shout from the mountaintops and just tell yeah. everybody, you know, look, if, if you have a job and you feel like, well, this is going to be 2023, 2024, or now they're going to tell me 24, 25, I'm going to say, mm -hmm. remember Sally, remember <laughs> Sally. You can do it. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, this is great. Um, I'm so excited and I'm so thrilled for you and your husband. This is just, Thank you. this is amazing. Uh, I love, I love the transformation that you made. You're, uh, you're an inspirational person to me, someone who takes life by the reins. And I'm Thank glad you. that, you know, myself and the unicorn team was able to give you the information you needed and damn, I know you're going to run with a girl. So way to yeah. go. Thank you. <laughs> And I got to say, I remember when I found your podcast, it's so funny because I, I love listening to podcasts um, and I, I use the Apple platform yeah. and I just in the search bar, I was like, well, if I like to listen to podcasts, let's see if there's somebody out there that has a good podcast about home buying and I type in buy a house and there's a lot of results, but your photo with like the red letters, the red font, that's, that was it for me. I'm like, this guy seems like he really wants me to listen to him. So I hit <laughs> play and that was it. So those red letters do work. It's funny because <laughs> I, I'm, I've been working on my, on my YouTube right now and hopefully in the future it will be bigger, but, uh, we're figuring out that my stupid thumbnail counts more than the words that I say. And oh I'm, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was it for me. I'm like red letters, your face right there. I'm like, he seems legit. I want to listen to this. <laughs> I, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that I could back up uh, the, the legitimacy of my font. So, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> 100%. No doubt. <laughs> Sally, this is so great. Um, I'm so, so happy for you. And uh, thank you. This is going to be really exciting for you. And and probably the thing that that I all of this stuff that we've talked about is fantastic. I hope that you and your husband, you know, sit down. And when you think about it, your timing, when we go back in 10 years and we talk about April of 2022, closing in December of 2022, mm -hmm. one of the most tumultuous times in housing in history. And you full on did it like yeah i want you to wake up in the middle of the night and just pat each other on the back okay <laughs> you you did an incredible thing and i hope that others listening to this will understand that i i hate to say that it's easy it's not easy but it's probably simpler than everything that you've ever heard and at least exploring the idea because if it yeah. wasn't going to work for you tara and ashley would have been like hey we're out or, you know, or, exactly. or, well, what they would have said is it's not happening now. Let's work a plan for next year. Yeah. You know? Like I said, I was the one saying that and they're like, yeah. oh, you can do it right now. Come on. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. Well, congratulations. I, uh, I hope you had a wonderful time in Spain. Good for you. I did. Loved it. See, you could still do both, people. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're actually traveling this weekend and we're traveling next weekend. It's like, we're, we have the house. We can do whatever now. <laughs> nice. Oh, that is fantastic. That is great. Well, uh, enjoy it. And I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Thank Sally. Thank you, David. It was great meeting you. Thank you. Absolutely. I know I've said this before and I'll continue to say it. That interview could have gone on for hours and hours and hours. That was, she is an amazing individual making the American dream happen. And there are so many lessons in there. Uh, so, you know what? I'm going to do something I don't usually do. I'm going to say these words. You need to hear this. Now, I don't often say that, but in this case, her story was so incredible and her transformation from the skeptic to the believer, that's going to benefit herself and her husband, Carlos, for years to come. And it's a story that you can benefit as well. Now, if you have any doubt, I mean, any doubt if and when you can do this, think about what she said. I was so interested in the story that I actually flew by a lot of some of the amazing nuggets that she mentioned. So I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again. You need to hear this because the results are so amazing for her. And you know what? They could be just as amazing for you too. So I told you after we stopped recording, I found out that she moved here from Puerto Rico in 2018. They wanted to go down to Florida because their tropical blood could not handle the winters up there off the lake. Uh, <laughs> they expected to rent for years and years down here in Florida because she'd always heard that 20% was the threshold. And that was just the first thing that she mentioned in the interview. I seriously had to bite my tongue from repeating entire past episodes because she was dishing out the you can do it education for every single topic that I have hit throughout the years. Let's go over it. Let's see. Uh, in early 2022, they're renting for $12.50 a month. She thought, no way we can do this because she thought they had to save 20% down and prices were going up. But she still did the research because she wanted to have a plan. See, even if you don't think you can do it, which I'm pretty sure that you can, probably a lot easier than you think. The best way to figure it out and get over that fear is to research and get a plan. Now, she found the podcast and she told me she, she wanted a nice place in Central Florida. I happen to know that around there, homes are, you know, on the average about $400,000, which is pretty close to the United States average. She did the research, reached out to me, got connected to a unicorn team, got a few questions answered, but then the fear crept in. Yeah, totally did. Now, the numbers didn't add up to her based on the limiting knowledge that she had and the fact that she wasn't asking all the questions. Again, renting for $12.50. They only had $5,000 saved. She was working, but her hubby was self-employed in the new town. So that means he was going to need to build up some clients and basically they were going to be approved only on that one income. And of course, they had student debt that was freaking her out. And so... June comes around and she decides, you know what? We're going to renew our lease. We don't know what's up. A few days later, she starts getting anxious. Boy, she really wanted that home. She wanted the freedom to have a place that they could call their own, where she could do whatever she wanted to, to have that place they can call theirs. Now, as I said, eventually we found out she did it. And her only regret was that if she'd overcome her fears and jump back in when she was thinking about renewing her lease, she actually could have done this in only four months time, only starting with $5,000.
She could have done it in four months instead of eight months, and she decided to renew her lease because she got scared. Once the fear went away and she got all the numbers on the table, she got a $348,000 home for only $23,000 all in. Oh, and don't forget, she also got $5,000 back from the seller. And of course, when she was trying to get over her fear, she had her friends saying it was a terrible time to buy because the interest rates were too high and everything's going to crash. So what are you doing, honey? Well, by ignoring their unfounded, unresearched fears, she's going to be able to know as we look back here in 2023 that her friends were wrong because history is going to show that she actually bought right in the lull. That's because we're already seeing things come back here in 2023. And the great thing she says was, you know what? It didn't matter when, low, high, low. She understood that when it comes to housing, because they were already paying rent, the math says the best time to buy is yesterday, no matter the market. And you know, after she came back that her unicorn team was giving her all that information that she didn't know about. And again, Sally told me after uh, I turned the mics off, after we finished recording, that that unicorn team, in fact, her unicorn realtor, Tara, uh, she now considers her a friend, not just a realtor. This is no joke. They're doing goat yoga in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Tara and Ashley, the unicorn, not the goat. She's a unicorn, remember? Both her unicorns, they helped them realize that not only were the fears unfounded, unsupported, groundless, baseless, unsubstantiated. Yeah, I know how to use right-click thesaurus. But they are such badass unicorns at smashing all the myths. Those unfounded, unsupported, groundless, baseless, unsubstantiated myths that they could open up their eyes to things that Google never told them. And that means they had more weapons for her at her disposal. All of which are pretty much other podcast episodes. And I so wanted to go deeper, but I'll let you do what she did. Uh, jump into the podcast, find titles you like, pick those, talk to your unicorn team and figure it out. Things like renting versus buying, using a 3% conventional down payment instead of 20%, calculating the PMI, which is not the devil. It's actually understanding that it's an inexpensive way for you to factor things in the big picture. It's peanuts in the long run. Peanuts, I say. Talking about only need $23,000 all in to buy a $348,000 home. Buying even though you've got student loans. And another good one, remember, she redid her lease, so they had to figure out a way to break their lease, not waiting the entire year to finish a lease, because that might cost you tens of thousands of dollars. That's going to be a lot more than whatever fee you've got to pay. She talked about using her 401k to supplement the down payment and not being taxed or penalized for doing it for your primary residence. Big conversations about understanding wants and needs and then finding the freedom as a homeowner. And of course, finding the best and most caring unicorn lender from your unicorn realtor instead of getting the bait and switch, clickbait, ripped off, scam a demoling dong that's going to be offered to you by online lenders with horrible service. And finally, asking questions to the unicorn realtor and the lender to discover the options that she didn't even know about. She kept saying they told her, you can do this, while her friends were warning her against it. Do you see the theme we've got going here with me and the unicorns? You can do this. All that we just skimmed over in this interview. 
So if those topics are something that interests you, go back and listen to the full episodes on that. She did it. She did it with just her own income in eight months that could have been four months, starting with only $5,000 saved, the guts to do the research, to pick the topics on the podcast, to ask for a unicorn team, to get scared, to pull back, and then jump back in, ask more questions. And with 5K in just a matter of months, she figured out that only $23,000 was all that she needed all in to buy a $348,000 home that was theirs with money left over. They could go on a shopping spree. They could go to Spain. And most importantly, she'd walk up the stairs, look around and the freedom of the home that she's in. Gang, this is why I started this podcast because I was sad to see that no one out there in real estate was having these kind of conversations like I was having with my clients here in Southern California. No one is out there telling you, you can do this. Me and the unicorns, we know that this can be done. And again, while I love helping all the people here in Southern California, this story 3,000 miles away is why I'm constantly telling you, you can do this. I know this because I've seen it. I've done it. And with unicorn teams now, it can be done anywhere. I do this because 3,000 miles away, Sally was walking up the stairs and she stopped and out loud said to herself, damn, I own a home. This is mine. That's why this podcast exists. Happiness is not money or stuff. It's fulfillment. I know that, you know, her unicorns didn't get rich off that one $348,000 deal. And I sure as hell don't get rich when I send someone 3,000 miles away. But I'm writing this right now, just after I did this interview. And I got goosebumps. I've seriously never been more fulfilled. Last week, I went to a conference with a thousand realtors uh, from all over the country, and they were meeting in Northern California. After a full day of numbers and stats and data and real estate junk, uh, we are hanging out, and there were about 20 unicorns that I was hanging out with. And we were all talking, and we realized that we resonated with one sentence that one speaker had said uh, somewhere within the eight hours of jam-packed charts and graphs and speakers and content. He said, there's more payment in our job than money. And I definitely felt that with this interview, 3,000 miles away by herself. And she says, I own this place. That's what it's about. I don't say you can do this because I'm selling you something. I don't want you to jump off the couch and call now and order now. I truly believe that this podcast is out there so I can tell you something that you need to hear. You need to hear that this is possible for a single female in her 20s. She can qualify for a $348,000 home and only needs $23,000 to do it. You need to hear that the fears that are out there are pretty much mostly unfounded. Haters are going to hate. We can't stop that. And truly, the landlords love that because that keeps all the renters in place. You need to hear that there are indeed unicorn support teams out there that can help you kill those fears because they actually care about you as a buyer. They can answer your questions. They can show you options you didn't even know existed. You need to hear that this is not for me to sell you something, but this is for you to sell this to yourself. Join me in the revolution. You can do this.